Got Your Ears On is brought to you by Tactical Legion 9. everybody hello and welcome to this week's episode of got your ears on i'm guido along with scoot and here coming to you live from the frog it's johnson johnson uh guido uh welcome you in to bizarro world where up is down and down is up and Left is right, all as it pertains to WVU football. I don't know what's going on anymore, but we're four and one. And ladies and gentlemen, and including Scooty, who is now taking a drink of water right on time so he can spit take this, we are now the 34th ranked team in the nation, according to the Associated Press. That's right. We are in the top 35. We got five votes getting to get into the top 25. Ladies and gentlemen, Scooty, West Virginia might be for real. Uh Let's just pump the brakes there a little bit, Sherpa. We He's halfway up the mountain, Skeet. I shoot, he's already ready to put a little flag down somewhere. That's him. I I think okay, we've won. Yes. I'm surprised. Yes. I feel like we've won in spite of the coaching. Maybe. I feel um that's interesting. Maybe this is more of an indictment on how committed the players are to proving some people wrong. Um, is it? I I think so. I think it's the play. I mean, I don't think it's the co- – you think it's the coaching? No. I, I don't think it's the coaching. I don't, I don't necessarily think it's the plays or the players. I think it's an indictment on how – and I hate to say this, Johnson, but how really terrible – the the Big Twelve is well, you know. Can we? I I think what I wanted to voice uh, on the pod this show, Guido, was you know to step back a minute when we beat Pitt. Okay, let's let's think back okay. to the backyard brawl when we came out of that. When I decided, I just decided post game to be happy about that. Yeah, football was atrocious. You know, we talked at length uh, at length about how Jerkovic was like a headless jugs machine. I mean, we it was right. some of the worst quarterbacking we've seen. Right. But whatever. You know, we persevered. We got the win. We persevered. We got the win. Anytime, any day that you beat Pitt, that's a good day, right? I just decided after that game, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be happy. I know the football was bad, but I'm going to be happy. Coming out of Texas Tech. I don't feel anything for Texas Tech, so we won. They lost their starter. Guido, I kind of had this feeling post-Texas Tech, like, well, this feels like we just beat a bad team. Fine. Okay. Like, I still am surprised, but this felt like, you know, we just beat a bad team. Last night felt different, and I'll tell you why. Because I think you have to stop and just be proud of these guys for fighting through multiple injuries how many people left injured last night it felt like this war of attrition you were in this battle uh you're you're away we historically don't perform very well although it in in fartworth we we kind of do for some reason um you wouldn't know by the second half for some reason in a one score slash tie game but at game start it was a sellout crowd. They were wearing special jerseys. It was a raucous atmosphere. TCU comes in with a Big 12 uh, winning streak. So, you know, 
at the end of the game, I felt like, you know what, I'm really proud of these guys because they battled. It really felt like they won something tangible. Now, was it pretty? No, I still don't think the football is pretty. Scoot hit it on the head last pod. I, you know, I still can't align. You know, we're watching essentially the same football we've watched for four years, only now it's translating into wins. I, I don't know why. I'm happy, yeah. but it's still weird to watch it. But last night, I had a different feeling. So that would be my kind of spiel off the top, Guido, is this felt different. This felt like you really went in, you battled. I'm proud of them. They won something that felt really tangible. I think TCU left smarting after this game i think they were kind of selling people on look we lost to a really exciting colorado team out of the gate with a lot of media attention and everything game one but now we're back on track west virginia comes in plays kind of ugly and gritty and pulls off a win i I think it felt different well and i think here here's my question to you guys and like trust the climb all that's all that joking aside right like all the joking aside that we make about buying carabiners and you know, you know, sitting next to the Sherpa, all that stuff. How, how do you not start to get excited about this team? You're a West Virginia fan. We do this podcast because the three of us, you know, grew up with or around the university. We love the sport. We went there. We or, or we loved it. We grew up and went to games when we were kids. And like now you're looking at a team who who really has not been, you know, you're looking at a program that has not been relevant in a couple of years. Now starting to show relevance, we played a team that played in the national championship game not more than eight months ago, and we're we we look relevant, guys. We look we look relevant, and I think that's the thing. And and call it what you want, call it a boring offense. I mean, we we're still throw. I mean, what what was the stat I sent you at halftime? Like, yeah, what was the you retweeted it? I think we went like ninety actual real-time minutes without a pass completion is that what right. the stat was like call it whatever you want though scooty like it's working it's winning it's beating tcu i mean the big 12 yes is not great i will be the first to say that i mean outside of probably texas and oklahoma right now the rest of the teams kind of look like stinkers like I don't know how you don't get on the bus. Scoot, can um, I interject uh, Can I interject something for you to sure, noodle on as part sure. of that answer? So, uh, and actually I want to preface it with sometimes, you know, uh, Guido, sometimes I talk to my wife and I'll say things like, uh, hey, I was talking to Scoot and Guido and we were talking about this thing on the podcast and blah, blah, blah. Then I'll wait maybe like, you know, something else will happen. It'll go maybe like a four Mississippi and then I'll come back and say, Oh, and they said it was blue. And my wife will be like, she'll do this thing sometimes where she's like, who? And I'll be like, Guido and Scoot, I was just telling you about this thing. And she'll say, what was blue? And I'll be like, the the thing I was just telling you 47 seconds ago that we were talking about. And it does this thing in my brain where it makes me feel crazy for a minute. Like, did I just dream that? I'm pretty sure I was having this conversation with you and, and she'll be like, Oh, whatever. I got a lot of things on my mind. My, my brain already went to the next thing, whatever. But it makes me, I tell her, you make me feel a little bit crazy when you, when you do that, you know, and scoot in the second half of this game, when we're deep into the second half, TCU has like 20 total yards They've scored zero points the whole second half. And we're on Twitter debating how many interceptions have not been caught because of coverage. 
I had that. So I don't know what that feeling is called that I just described when you're having a conversation with someone, but I had that feeling like toward the end of the third quarter, like for TCU's second score, I'm pretty sure I saw a guy saunter across the middle, uncovered, catch it, and then run into the end zone for a score without a white jersey in the entirety of the area code of the field, right? Like I didn't just dream that, right? Because now I'm watching this defense that has shut TCU down for the entirety of the second half. So uh, I just interject that because, you know, we're talking about coaching, but like, I, I don't know. Did people make adjustments? Like what, how did that just suddenly become good? Well, here's, here's what I think has helped us. Okay. I call it coaching. I don't know. So that third quarter we kicked to them, right? Uh, they yeah. go three and out. It was a pretty quick. I don't even know if they really even had the ball for a full minute and they were already punting, right? And then I believe we pretty much possessed the ball the entire third quarter after that. I don't know if they ever even – I'm sure they did at some point in the third quarter get the ball back. But that third quarter no, – I think you're right. I mean, we had the ball for a long time. It was huge for us in the sense that – I think if there were any changes that were made on TCU's end, we didn't give them a chance to even do anything with them because we ran the ball. Like, we we weren't throwing it. We were just running the ball here. Yeah, well, the ball that's there. for sure. I mean, we, were, we, we, weren't, we weren't applying the forward pass. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, so I think that that's, that third quarter is where we won the game. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Am I – I'm softening. Obviously, the results are different than what we thought we would see. Um, I still – I don't know that I like Coach Neil Brown. I, that hasn't changed. Why – you know, because we're winning. I don't see that he's made major changes. So, I don't know that – I love that. I love that we're winning. Um, do I think we should be ranked? Uh, let's – Let's just get in the conversation. Let's we're not I don't know that we're there yet. Well, but I would just that's kind of why I brought up the pit thing too. I just want to be happy about this. I don't really even care if we're in the ranking. I think it's interesting Guido makes a good point. I'm not dismissing it cuz I think we started Guido in the 80s or something, I think. Like if you go, you know, technically. Yeah, right. Um but yeah, Scoot, I like I don't even care about the ranking conversation. Like I'm just gonna enjoy that we went down to to Fort Worth and got a win. That's good. These enough. guys, I've watched some video, a post game of the guys. Um, I don't know who put it. It was on either Twitter or something. And all they kept talking about the players was 14th. We're not 14th. Like so, apparently that did motivate them. That's still sticking with them. Um, they obviously aren't 14. Yeah. And I feel like we heard it in a, maybe they stuck a camera in a pregame huddle or something. And there was a 14th something in the, that's, pre- that's apparently their driving force right now. Yeah. I feel. So whatever is motivating them to win, that's, that's great. Um, it leads us to a interesting week facing Dana and, um, We've got some – I'm sure Guido will talk about the injuries and things, but it it makes for a very interesting um, situation that we're now in as far as 
wins and losses and where we'll be at the end of the year. I still don't know. I still don't know that this, this offense is prolific. And I worry that at some point we're going to come across a defense that says, okay, this is a joke. Oh no, I would, I would not use of, I would not use any kind of adjective. Yeah. Close to prolific, but I think it's interesting that I think you make a good point. We, we did possess. So Guido, I'm just looking at the box score here. I'm sure you've got it up too, but the, I think we possessed the ball seven more minutes, almost seven full minutes. And Scoot's right. I think the third quarter had a prob, you know, a huge bearing on that, and that's significant because that's to me that's part of your defense, right? Is just you know you're you're not giving them a chance to do anything. Well, and I and I think that you you hit on exactly what I was going to say. Like this is this is where it'll be interesting now that we've done this for two games back to back and more, but not as. I haven't been paying as much attention, I guess I would say, but like you had the Texas Tech game where we possess the ball for almost 10 minutes more than Texas Tech. You come into the TCU game, seven minutes more than TCU. We're running the ball. We're owning the clock. I I just, and like I said last week on the show, like I just don't know how sustainable this kind of offense is in the Big 12. And there's there's pros and cons to it, right? Because like one is, is that I don't think anybody rec- – like, it's the Big 12, right? So everybody expects it to be a run-and-gun, you know, throw-the-ball-around, you know, kind of offense, and nobody really preps for this kind of, you know, three yards in a cloud of dust that West Virginia's been running. Do you, um, think, and- do you think we are running because the coaches feel we're less likely to fumble than – we're, and we're not throwing as often because, one... Or just not turn it over. Yeah, right. The receivers that we have aren't capable of catching all the time. And two, we're not so sure that Garrett Green is capable of throwing all the time. So let's just run it and then not worry about turnovers. I think we are... And, and like this is an indictment on Neil Brown and his recruiting and recruiting staff. I think we're running the ball because we don't know how to recruit quarterbacks. I, I I like Garrett Green. I don't I don't want to put the onus on him, and I don't want to put the onus on Nico. I don't think either of them are passing quarterbacks. I think that at least at this level, and so I think that's where the problem's been. You know, when you're in high school and you can get away with a lot, it's one thing, and you become a great quarterback. I don't think it necessarily always will well you know, I- res- resonate at the next level. It, it's the same when you go from college. To pro, you you know you you talk. I mean, you know the old adage of Tom Brady, the whole the whole thing. Like, I think there's some of that, but you got to think too. Like, we're working with uh, a transfer wide receiver who wasn't the best wide receiver on his team from last year, but just he's the, in in coming to this year, he was the best we had. And then two walk ons, yeah, who are right. now your. Go to receivers and a yeah. and a tight end. True. When we've never thrown to tight ends, right? Now we are now. Yeah, and two. I mean, one of these games, Guido. One of these games, Green is going to throw it consistently, and the receivers are going to come up with catches, and we're all going to collectively sit here and go, "Oh, that's how that can work." I mean, there were you times. Think you think that's going to happen? Well, you I think, think at some point, just the law of averages will like there will be some game where we're like. Oh, he consistently threw it pretty well, and they actually made some catches this game. That's all I'm saying. Like last night, there were a couple key plays. Uh, one in particular that sticks out is he uh, he Green rolled out pretty much 
drilled Preston Fox in the hands. Preston Fox is normally good for those catches, you know, kind of getting himself open and, and making the catch. He dropped it and green visibly like took off his helmet on the way to the side, you know, so you can see the frustration, like, look, I know I don't throw perfect passes all the time, but I, everyone, you know, like when I do put one there, you guys have to catch it. I think it's well, a weird, I think it's a weird situation for that right now. That pass that uh, was intended for Rodney Gallagher, where he got behind the defense and had he been able to catch up to that ball, it was just a little overthrown. Yeah. That would have been a yeah. big time home run pass. Yep. But currently, yep. but currently West Virginia is last, last in the big 12 with total passing yards of 778. No yeah, I we think don't, we don't like, even try to throw. Yeah, I think right. anytime you go an hour and a half of real time without completing a pass, that that'll do it for you. But can we also have a conversation though you guys about I, I think the interesting thing of so that's what I mean, like up is down, down is up. I don't I I am failing to understand how any of this works so far this season. Last night, I don't particularly feel like CJ Donaldson Jr. is playing like having a very good game even by his standards you know he it looks like because and i guess one thing leads to another right you don't have a passing attack so they crowd the line they hand it off to him he has to sort of steamroll through multiple tacklers every time he gets the ball i think he did run for like 60 yards last night but it, none of it feels like it flows. It well, looks like it's in slow laborious. motion. Yeah, it feels like it's in slow motion half the time. I felt labored. So, you know, we're sitting here like talking about this lack of passing. Someone that maybe didn't watch every play of the game is like, oh, well, the running game must have been humming. Well, not really. I mean, no, not not particularly. I mean, you're leading, you're leading running, your leading rusher was still your quarterback. Garrett yeah. Green. 81 yards yeah well and he looked good i mean i was at least convinced until later on he took a i think someone rolled on him but it, the ankle obviously wasn't bothering him through the first part of this game now i don't i don't know now Did i'm kind of glad interviewed after the game yes said he fe- never felt better oh yeah never felt better. no i did hear that. yeah feel perfect but that's a weird thing guido because the box score also doesn't really you would think the box score would tell a story of like maybe a hundred yard rusher or, or something. And it really doesn't, it doesn't show that either. So it's, it's odd. I mean, again, TCU had almost a hundred more total yards than we had. TCU had two more first downs. They had, um, they had way more, they had over a hundred passing yards more than we did. You know, we're winning to, I mean, I, I, and like we said it last night in the text and like, and I, I mean, if you were on Twitter and you read it, it was like TCU was like putting the game on a nice silver platter and like holding it out and saying, here boys, they were offering it up. Yeah. I'm, this is for you. I'm glad we could take advantage of it. Cause Guido, the weird thing too, is you have a field goal that is good, but you fall started. So that gets wiped off the board. You then get stopped. Right. You know, you then turn over on down. So those points weren't there. And we've talked at length about all the interceptions that should have been, you know, so yeah, you win 24, 21 and we're sitting here saying like, it's surprising when you look at the box score, really, you probably should have won by a larger margin even. But, but my question to you is still is Scooty. Like, when do you get on board with this team? Because let's be honest, like take uh, everything that we've said, like I, I am going to say it. I'll be the first to say it. Like what we said 
at the beginning of the season, our preseason show, we were wrong. We were wrong. Like we said, all oh, three wins. This team's gonna. It's like we're gonna get. We're gonna get steamrolled by teams. You. We were like Pitt is gonna steamroll us. They're rebuilding, but they're still gonna steamroll us. Well, T- TCU steamroll us. How, how, when when do we get on on board, Scoop? Because let, let's be honest with you, we are two games away from beat. We are going to be a bowl eligible team this year. There, I I don't see. You know, there's no way we don't win two more games at the rate at the way that we're playing. So we're gonna be bowl eligible. We could win eight. We may even win ten games, and we might be a top twenty-five team. So, what are we talking about? Like, why are we talking like we're talking? We don't know. We don't know anything. Then, well, I don't know. I don't know when I'm going to be on board. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not sold. You forgot your board in pass. <laughs> I'm not sold just yet. Only in the sense no, that I can't get like, even a chuckle out of that. I mean, I I, I like it. I um I, mean, I was looking Snipes? at BYU's I was looking at BYU's record. Okay. Well, as as you were. All right. I the defense is better, right? The defense is much improved from last year. Last year's is defense it? was well, I think it is. If you look at points Scoot against, up is down, left is right. They TCU went for 433 yards. They just didn't I, convert uh, well, things into point like I don't know. That's is the it? thing. I guess maybe the, the, I guess the defense that Keeps teams from scoring points is good. Yeah, no, that's good. No, I mean, you're yeah, right. yeah, that's a valid I mean, argument. Bend, but don't um, break. I guess. I mean, I don't know what the average we're giving up, but it's not much. It's probably somewhere in the neighborhood of, uh, let's see, twenty one. Somewhere in the neighborhood of probably like seventeen points per game. Fifteen points per game is what we're giving. Like, which feels very good. Yeah, like we could probably win some games with that, right? Even with our offense, yeah. Um. I think, yes, we will be bowl eligible. I think, yes, this team is going to potentially finish with a winning record. I think, yes, Neil Brown is going to be back next year. <laughs> I mean, I wish people could see I, your face. I wish people could see your face. That's what I wish. I don't like, I still don't like just because we're, I guess. I shouldn't say just because we're winning, because that makes zero sense. Yes, we are winning. I'm happy that we are winning. I don't love the coach, the coach, and I don't know. I guess it's probably similar to you know when when Dana Holgerson took over. People, some people didn't like him because he was kind of brash, kind of uh, an outsider, didn't really have much respect for in-state recruits you know there was a lot of things that people didn't like about dana right i i guess there's still a lot of stuff that i don't like about neil well but i think but i think i'm i'm right there with you scoot but i think both of those things can be true right like i'm not a neil brown fan suddenly but i want to be happy like i i would encourage us all to just enjoy these wins because i don't know why i don't know why they're happening i don't i don't know why they're happening and i don't know how long it's going to continue to happen so i'd like to just be happy about well just looking at what we have (laughs) coming up do you think that there are do you think that there are alabama fans that don't like neil saban nick saban Nick Saban, what did I say? Neil Saban? Neil's like his <laughs> cousin. You got Neil Neil's on your like his mind. Cousin. You are, I mean, listen. Neil Saban. I can't get away so from it. But like I'm saying, Neil like right now, Nick Saban. He's got but, visors yeah. on the brain. He's, he's wanting <laughs> he's to got visors on the brain. Piped up I, I'm telling you guys right now. I'm telling you right now. 
and you 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 two have to agree to it. If this team, no, <laughs> you have, you have to. to. You don't have a choice. You thing. there's no choice. If this team, if WVU is gets in a bowl, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's the Beefo Brady's Bowl and you know and freaking the Trop like in in Tampa like. If WVU gets in a bowl, the three of us, we have to buy visors and wear them. We'll do, an, we'll do, we'll do like a, we'll do like a live stream recording of the podcast. But Guido, we'll wear our visors. But Guido, visor yeah. is the worst head we, we have to. accessory have to choice. Scoot. We have to, no, I'm not. Scoot, <laughs> visor is the worst head accessory choice, well, right? It makes no sense. Last night, it's a night, night game. It's Yeah, it's a night game. Why do you have like, a visor? Well, Gotta keep them doing? lights out of your eyes. Come on. Gotta get them lights doing? out of your eyes. Just wear a hat. Makes yeah, no sense. Or don't wear anything. Do but the visor makes no sense. Like, what What are we doing? He's very committed to the visor. He is. He, he is committed he's to He's very visor. committed. But Guido, I, I think we should get. I just want to be happy about the win. I don't. I don't know why they're happening. I don't know how long they're going to happen. I would argue, well, I mean, we don't have that in front of us, that breakdown in front of us, but this offense feels worse than previous Neil Brown offenses, yet they're having way more success. That's what I mean. None of it particularly well, makes any sense. And looking at our future schedule, should we beat Houston? Well, here's yeah, the thing, though. Can I say something about that? For I'm running my mouth a lot, I know. But I think it's also uh, – we always bring up Anthony Kiedis, right? It's always pleasure spiked with pain, with pain, and uh, and Mountaineer football is our aeroplane. I feel like we should say that because do we, do we always bring up the Red Hot Chili we Peppers? Do. I well, feel like we we I mean, do. I don't know if I don't know if like the Royal we do, but we do. I, and and okay. I think this is another case of that because I was thinking today, Scoot, where we started to do that on the text thread last night. Houston is an abomination. Oklahoma State, the mullets in trouble, like BYU is whatever. I mean, I think that's a win at home. But, Guido, you cannot just suddenly ignore the fact that we had like, I don't know, seven people leave the game last night with injury. Now, Lathan being the worst, which I thought TCU's fans had a super bad look last night, booing him as they're preparing the air cast. You know, I don't see right. him coming back now. Thank goodness I think we did get confirmation that Burks was okay. Like, I think he's still in Fort Worth as well under observation. But I think it stinks that now where we're revved up to start talking like, could we go 6-1? and one? Could we be bowl eligible at Halloween? That I, things may not look exactly the same now at Houston because you had a lot of, like, I don't know, hopefully a lot of these people are fine, but a lot of these players left in this war we had last night of attrition. So... It, it just kind of stinks that now you got to deal with that, Guido. I think that has to factor in, right? I mean, some of this may look different because guys got banged up. Yeah, I mean, no official report yet, but Trey Latham looks like he's gone for the season. Oh, I mean, he had surgery like, on his leg. He's not coming back. Yeah, it's pretty pretty bad. I mean, yeah, they were saying he had successful surgery. They wouldn't show the replay. I mean, that stinks. That really it's stinks. Uh, Aubrey Brooks Brooks looked like Burks. he had a stinger. Aubrey Burks Brooks Brooks. What did I say? Bur Burks. First, yeah, I think you said Brooks. Uh, then you said Brooks. Then you said Burks. <laughs> I got there. He looked like he had a stinger. Uh, it looked pretty bad, but I would imagine. I mean, he might miss a game or two, but I, I would think he's back. But but here's the thing, Johnson. Like I felt like, and maybe I'm wrong. I felt like even when those guys came off the team, we looked the same. There wasn't a tremendous 
there wasn't a, I, I, and that's the thing that's that's yeah, the hardest that's part about point. I mean it's not like you saw a big drop team. off or something. Well, yeah, it, it's the hardest part about this team. Like they don't it, like again it, that makes little sense, doesn't? Like it. Listen, you buy listen, here's the thing. You buy the expensive mayonnaise, you buy the store bought mayonnaise. It all looks the same. <laughs> right? I know, but like, it's all mayonnaise. I guess it, it all is. Goes, I guess it's, it's it is. like, don't be trying to pull the Hellman's over my eyes. Okay, um, I know what I'm eating. But looking at this record or this schedule coming up, a lot of poop on there, Scoot. Houston, win or loss? Win. Win. Did you see what Texas Tech did? Yeah, Texas this Tech rough State, them up. Win or loss? Uh, I think Oklahoma. I think it's a well, win. it's at home, right? Yeah, it's at home. Yeah, I like us. At home equals win, as Johnson says. Yeah, I, I like us at home. At UCF. Yeah, UCF really put it to, uh, you know, really hung with Baylor well, on Saturday. Blew a 29-point lead with, I think, four yeah. minutes left in the third quarter to lose. So it's not like, so Scoot, that's there. It's on the road, though, so I don't love that. I think that's a win. I think it could be. Yes, I think it could be. BYU. Win. I think that's a loss. Win. Why do you They're think four that? And one. Uh, can we yeah, deep dive that a sec? Sure, we can. Can we? Yeah. Can we deep okay. dive well, that the, a tick? So, so they they beat they beat Cincinnati, they beat Cincinnati. Okay. This weekend, whoop of big. Right? Yep. Whoop of big. Nothing. Nothing. Ex- they've their wins so far have been Sam Houston, that they beat fourteen to nothing. Right. Scoot. Sam. I mean, he probably Sam makes Houston's a nice smart. salsa, but I don't like his football. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, there? So we're not talking about Jimmy Dean, are we? Sam Sam Houston they beat fourteen to nothing. Uh, then their next big rival or their next big game was a, a rival Southern Utah. By the way, uh, the Hawks they beat Scoot, who that's <laughs> like a Duquesne probably. They beat them forty one sixteen. Right now I will give you they went into Arkansas. They went to the Donald W Reynolds Razorback Stadium and they did beat Arkansas 38-31. I like that coach. SEC team. I like that coach. That's at a Arkansas. big well, that's a big okay. win for them. I mean it's an SEC team. I don't particularly know anything about Arkansas, but and they lost okay. sort of close to Kansas. Yeah, they went they went to Lawrence and they lost 38-27 uh to Kansas, but that was a Kansas team that we all thought was going to be somewhat competitive and Texas just like ripped them apart this weekend yes I mean, texas but spanked spanked them. they were ranked at the top like they're 24th in the country they were like i think here's what i think the big 12 texas is good everybody else is yeah eh. yeah that's fair yeah that's, that's fair. fair that's and why so, i think all these because games are potential eh. like i do think byu is a loss um oklahoma but scoot yeah can we rewind I mean, for a second that, can we rewind for a second sure. scoot I, just rewind because you think Houston's a win. I right? know. I'm I'm well past my you think, projection. You think Oklahoma get, State's I a get. win. We're already past where I thought you think we'd be UCF's anyway. a win. So you're bowl by Halloween. Oh, yeah. You're putting on your costume, rooting for a team that's bowl eligible, Scoot. That's what's going on right here. I Listen get to it. the silence. It's deafening. It's deafening, Guido. You're going to have to edit out the deafening silence that just occurred as Scoot realizes as he's handing out trick-or-treats He's bow eligible. We're going to lose two more games this year. That's what we're going to lose. We're going to end up being nine and three. You heard it here first. But can I say I don't even want to do this? Like, why are we doing this? We just we beat 
TCU in Fort Worth. We're, we're doing four this and one. We're, I just want to enjoy this. I don't know what's going to – I don't understand why we have four it. wins. I don't want to make a big projection. Can we, can we make a pack, Johnson, you and me? You and me. Like, don't does worry it about involve a visor? Yes, I mean, I, I will. No, shirtless but, and a visor. No, two things that I hate. It might involve some carabiners. <laughs> shirtless? Check. Visors? Check. <laughs> I mean, come on. I'm not on either of those teams. I mean, it might be us sitting at the bottom of a mountain, sipping some coffee with Jake Lance, like getting ready to climb it. Climb it. I, I, Jake's I got his carabiners you. on. I was laughing Jake at that. Jake did? Oh. I, I got to be honest with you, though, though. When are we going to just say, hey, this is, a winning, this is a good team. We're going to have fun watching the wins. Well, We're going to enjoy the... I've always liked Garrett I mean, Green. I mean that that part I've never disliked. Well, that's what I mean. I'm Guido. I'm proud of them. Like last night, I was genuinely that game went off. I was proud of those guys. That was a tough win in a pretty rough environment. You watched a bunch of your a bunch of your teammates go down, and you gutted yeah. it out and won. I mean, I I was proud of them. I'm I'm still not. Look, I'm still not a Neil Brown. Two fan, blocked but field I'm goals. Not, I mean, it's a weird way to yeah, win. Yeah, it's a weird prog. Like it's a weird way to win. One of the weird things too last night, Guido. I tweeted out. I posted. What do you do on X now? You don't tweet, right? You post, maybe. I don't know. You what X? I, you X? You don't tweet. I Xed out uh, a a tweet. I'm. I don't know. I'm going to talk. It's not even back, a tweet. Back anymore. in my day, it was a tweet. Um, back, back and I day. said, I think it's fun. So I'm scrolling my timeline at one point in the second half, and I said it's funny i just made a remark it's funny that we're all angry about the dropped interceptions but there's no consensus on exactly how many interceptions we have decided we've dropped some people were complaining about three other people were complaining about as as many as five and someone uh i think it was ray del mundo we've mentioned ray i like i like that like that's a cool that's a cool handle scoot i think that's why it sticks in my head but i think he tweeted out at some point i don't think it was in response to mine but he was like well i'm just happy it was something to the effect of like i'm just happy we're arguing about dropped interceptions instead of the usual argument about no one's being covered and guido that's like i think that's where i'm at right now like i just i want to be i want to be happy i want to find thing it's a weird like that's a weird progress point but whatever i'll take it like i just want to enjoy this like, fourth win here's the thing we might be playing in the Big 12 championship game. Why are you doing we that, Scoot? Be. Why are you doing that? It's, it's, it's not a false You're statement. the one last night, Guido. Can we just say this? Like, I know the text thread is a bit of tree of trust, but Scoot last night said, look, because you in particular, Guido, Guido, Scoot, Guido was starting Guido was to celebrate. He was rounding Guido up numbers was, for Sherpas he knows last Guido night. Guido was... <laughs> Doing the piped up dance up and down <laughs> through the streets I of Boston. Watched. Doing the piped up dance. And listen, Scoot said, "Listen, there's still plenty of time for Neil to kneel this up, right?" And and I laughed because I'm like, you know what? He's right. There's plenty of time on the clock. It was still 21 all at that point, and and Scoot Scoot was right. Now, thankfully, we took home the win. But Scoot, please don't do that because I would think you of all people would say. There's a lot of games left in the season. There's still plenty of time for him to kneel this up, right? It, I mean, I say these things, and I, I mean, it'd be kind of cool to be in the Big Twelve Championship. I'm not gonna lie, it would be yeah. amazing. It would be amazing. I still don't love Neil Brown, uh, but 
I think it's possible. It is possible. But when are you going to – here's the problem. I'm not going to When are you going to – I mean, that – and that Because <laughs> here's the thing. That's like I a got, statement, a refusal la, statement. This weekend, beating TCU, for me, at least solidifies that he is our head coach for the foreseeable future. That that this this four and one start, he will be bowl eligible. Like I'm going to get a flag and hang it from the front of my house. Not my coach. Like oh, like some of these people do with politicians. <laughs> yes. Not my coach. Yes, but I'm I'm asking you. I think I'm speaking to both of you. I not so much Guido because Guido's ready to no. saddle up the team to go to the mountaintop. But I think I'm asking you. Scoot, don't worry about that. I think two things can be true. I think we can still be frustrated with Coach Brown, but we can also enjoy wins. I'm just asking you to enjoy the wins. I don't think Scoot can do that. I'm just asking you to enjoy the wins. That's all. I don't think Scoot can do that. I don't think Scoot can do that. Don't worry. Scoot cannot do that. Don't worry about projections updated. Don't worry about rankings. Just let's just enjoy. I don't know why they're happening or how long it's going to go. Let's just enjoy. Let's just enjoy them. This team. Listen, Johnson. This team could win 10 games. Now he's doing it. Listen, now you're doing it. No, 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 wait, wait. No, listen, listen I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying this team could win 10 games, play in the Big 12 championship, play in a nice, maybe even New Year's Day bowl, and Scooty will still be like anti-team. like team. Like he will be anti this whole situation. No, I'm anti-Neil Brown. I don't think he'll be anti-team. Yeah, he'll be anti-coaching. That's staff. what I'm. No, at. but he won't. He won't get on the team. He won't get on the bus. That's what I'm saying. Like he, he is Scooty is black or white, right? Like he can't be WVU fan and hate Neil Brown. Like he is like I so hate Neil Brown. So you think he stays there melancholy is. on the team? Yes, regardless. absolutely. Scoot, Scoot absolutely. your thoughts. Uh, there's part of me that says he's not wrong. There is part of me that says that. But I, here's the thing. Can right. we say your pleasure is spiked with pain? Just so sure. I don't look so bad. Uh, something about riding an aeroplane. Yeah. Can we do that? Um, yeah, sure. Is he under a bridge? Is he somewhere oh, under a bridge? Too. <laughs> uh, yes. I feel like I've got uh, a soul to squeeze. There you anyway, go. Um, there you boom. Go. Trifecta. <laughs> anyway. Um, scar tissue. Mr. Know-it-all. This is giving anyway, me some scar tissue, isn't all it? All right. Um, Bring it back. I think... I would have been more apt to be back on track if the treatment of Garrett Green weren't so... Is that a Huey Lewis and the news? Are you sneaking in other references now? <laughs> no, <I could. laughs> That's the power of love. Um, I would. I, I don't like... See, this is what I'm talking about right here. What he is doing is exactly what I'm talking about. It's all tactics, isn't it? He's trying yes, to come up with why is. he doesn't... It's like when you're trying to put your kid to bed and your kid keeps coming out and asking for a glass of water. Like, yeah, WVU will win a game <laughs> and Scooty will still get on this podcast and be like, yeah, but Neil Brown, blah, blah, Listen, blah, okay. blah, blah. Here's, so I was mowing the yard today, right? Okay. Riveting. I was thinking about this podcast. Okay. Okay. As okay. one does while they mow the yard. That's right. That's what we do. Um, right. So I've got a degree. A bachelor's degree. You do from okay. a fine institution within yes. West Virginia. Okay. Right. okay, it's a history degree. Okay, okay. I I have a master's degree 
from West Virginia University. Okay. And it's an athletic coaching degree. Okay. okay. So I'm at a paradox, right? History tells me that Neil Brown isn't what we need based on history. Because I'm a history guy, right? Looking at the history. Last five years, how's it been? Crickets. Listen, bad. Yeah, it ain't, it ain't right. not bad. three wins. It ain't, not it three ain't wins good. still this yeah, year. It ain't good. The coaching side of me, right? I, I've got this degree in coaching. I've coached sports. Something still doesn't sit right with me with how it's being coached. Whether it's the, the I guess, hubris. We're going to say we're going to say hubris okay. of the coaching staff. Or yes. I say staff. It's really Neil. I don't know that the rest of the staff has this. Well, I don't think that's changed any. Right? No. Right. This excessive pride, this this idea that um, I see, you see what you're seeing, but I'll tell you. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, yes, that whole thing, right? That's where I'm at. What you, that, what you see is not what right. it is. Right. Is that, yeah. Like, yeah. And that, to me, comes across like um, belittling the sports fan, belittling the West Virginia fan. Like, you're not as intelligent as me is how it comes across to me. And I don't like that. So I guess that's my issue. And I don't know. I guess then I'll throw in this. I'm Italian, so maybe it's because I'm Italian. I hold a grudge. I don't know. I, there's something there. I don't know. I can't get by with Neil Brown. I just think, Johnson, that I'm at a point now, I mean, with this TCU win, that I may not like. I, I don't even know. I mean, I may not like the way the team is being run. I may not like watching the team. It's like I said last week. I almost just want to, like – check the scores at the end of the game like but i'm happy i how can i not be no, happy i know how i can I not be happy that we're four and one i agree that we will probably play in a bowl game no there, i agree is there any truth that guido that you sent ren baker an email during the game vowing to contribute to neil brown's extension i mean no that's not there's no truth to that Okay. I, I, but I did make the comment halfway through on our text machine. I did say I was like, "Well, maybe that extension will happen that Scoot was hinting at last week." Like, I, I just think you guys are projecting. I think that's dangerous because, like I said, this was a great game. Let it be a great game. A bunch of guys yeah. got hurt. You are the perfect middleman. Like, well, I'm, I just I don't I'm like know. way back here. Guido's way over there. <laughs> And you're like, hey guys, wait a minute. We, like, you're like, I just want to like, enjoy some off, of these. Left wins. me behind, and you're like, wait, we can't leave Scoot. We gotta just, like, <laughs> it is like that, isn't it? Yeah. It is a lot like that. That is very. I true. just want to enjoy these wins. Like I'm gonna keep saying it, Guido. I don't know why they're happening. I don't know how many more we're gonna get. I just want to enjoy them. Guido's like two blocks down the road. You're like looking back at me, like, wait a but what? But Guido, like you're like Scoot. We're gonna lose him, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm not going. And Guido's like, come on, guys, follow me. And that's where we're at. That's exactly where we're at. I don't disagree with you. I mean, I'm not – and listen, by no means am I excited about this team. Like, it's it's hard. Like, you're not no, wrong. Like, it doesn't engender any excitement. I mean, again, we're, we could have done we, – we could have done the thing we did last week and talked about the invention right. of the forward pass, see? <laughs> I mean, it, it is. It's not exciting by any stretch. But, like, 
we're we're winning games, and we should like we don't. I guess here's the way of putting it, Scooty. Uh, we we're not embarrassing. We're not. <laughs> that's good. That's a positive. Like, it's a positive. So you've been right? embarrassing for five years. Let's, let's <laughs> enjoy not being embarrassing. Let's but enjoy. Here's the we're not embarrassing. We've been embarrassing, but I feel like you, us guys here, may be the only ones that have felt it at times. Like that's what's frustrating. Now there's a couple others out there. I think uh, Brandon Phoenix from Raspy Voice and Jake. I think the, I think those yeah, seem that's to line why up I with enjoy our Jake's thoughts. summaries because I think he's, right. I know, think we've all been. It. You know, uh, we've got some listeners that kind of agree with us too. You know. Uh, that that's what's crazy is am i softening yes i'm softening but i'm like you're you're full-fledged melted puddle over there (laughs) i don't think i am i don't think i'm I'm like the guy that you took the ice cream cake out and you're having this party and And now it's finally ready to eat it's yeah right and you're like full-on soup in a bowl I mean, I I wouldn't go that far. I would just say I, I'm Listen, just saying. If you like, looked at our texts last night. It was like a marriage was. Yeah, about to Guido happen. was like, "We're going to the Super Bowl." Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, how can you not be a little bit excited about the trajectory of the no, team? I, and I Scooty, agree. you're not, and I am. Like, let's take the wins when we can get the wins. Like, you know, I I, I guess that's how I. This look felt at it, like so. a significant win. I'm going to be happy about it. Yes, it was not the and most beautiful thing now, in the world. Now, does it change if if TCU finishes the season with a losing record? I don't think so no, because college football is a weird thing where, you know, week to week, I think things are really different. I, I think right there in that moment in time, sold-out stadium, black uniforms, night game, Big 12 winning streak, I think it, was, I think it makes it a good win. Let's talk about these uniforms real quick. Raise your hand if you loved them. Who for TCU? TCU. Uh, I mean, I, well, I posed that question to you, Scooty. I, I, you blame the uniform. They hurt your face to look at. <laughs> like you kind of have to scrunch your face up and try to figure out: is that a number? What am I looking at? These horned frogs—they've got some sort of weird triangles around the neck all the time. I looked at some pictures of a horned frog. I've never seen anything like that on the horned frog itself. <laughs> okay, right. Um, the idea that they're purple with black, with red, with gray. They come up with other colors. I You're kind of like, a, what are we doing here? Like there's like, like a hunter green or something. I don't know. There's all kinds of ridiculous colors, and they're all not great to the eyes. What did you think of our uniforms? I like the hell. I mean, you're a state outline guy, so you were in love with the helmet. Yeah, I'm a big sap for anything with the state outline. Guido is too. He's we're um, big we're I big am, saps yes, for that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I don't dislike the uh, the white helmet with the state outline. I for some reason um, am the most hip when it comes to are uh, you what, now? what the, yes what the kids are, are liking. You? Oh, okay. Um, I don't. I don't think that so those are like. So you wanted something ugly, then, is what you're saying. Well, no, I think if um, if I'm being honest, the kids love the icy white, right? So they love all whites. They love um, they love the all yellows, the banana suits. They love Ooh, them. Yeah, yeah. And they love uh, black or gray. 
So well, black would be cool. Like, Our grays are dumb. I don't. But know I think people... what we wore last night was fine. I mean, I think it's a cool alt. Like if you're gonna do an alternate uniform, I think something like that is pretty cool. We do some dumb stuff like the, uh, you know, like the what did we wear against Duquesne? That was like the dumbest thing I've ever seen. But anyway, I thought that was cool. If they if they insist on doing alt uniforms, I'd rather see something like that. Back to your original question, I think that's a bad look for TCU because. Like it, it almost dulls out. Like you can't see their logos and stuff on the Jersey is what I was sitting there thinking last night. Like if you didn't know you were playing TCU, you can't really tell from, from the Jersey, which is weird. Like I don't last night's head helmets were fine and I'm fine with the Navy. I think too much Navy blue is not something I'm in love with. And I don't think the kids like it. Guido, do you think now moving ahead, to this showdown with Dana Holgerson. You know, we're saying when you were sort of first on the case on this, I've fully warmed up to it. I think Scoot has too, just because they are a mess, but they're also desperate. Like, I think they're, they're kind of desperate. So do you think, do you think these, they are, you know, I'm always pessimist Scoot. I'm always worried when it comes to WVU football. Like, do you think these injuries along with, their desperation does that change your tune any or do you think you think you still like us winning there i'll say i still like us winning there and i'll and i'll give you i'll give you a couple of reasons one is is like there was a there was a point yesterday when i'm watching scores of games and i'm seeing what texas tech was doing to dana and doing to houston i was like dana may not even be the head coach i know honestly yeah it makes um, you think. And I, I mean, we're we're only we're le- we're twenty four hours away from that game recording right now. And that could still happen. Like we we've still got ten days until that game happens. So, you know, it's not outside the realm of possibility. But um, here here's my thing about this game is, I think no matter what happens, I think WVU still has a good shot at winning this game because I think Dana's bravado gets in the way of this game. And Dana is going to be too busy being Dana and doing Dana things and maybe trying to show off or maybe trying to be like, hey, West Virginia, look what you're missing, that it backfires in his face because that's 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 Dana. In yeah, a uh, uh, whole go smash of the headsets and all that kind of jazz. I think that was on display in this Texas Tech game too. The other thing I think, Guido, is – Texas Tech completely shut them out the entirety of the second half in that game Saturday. And I didn't particularly think they had a great defense when we played Texas Tech. So I think if we show up and play the way the defense has been playing the last, like, I don't know, seven, uh, six, seven quarters, like, I really like us. I really like us in this game. So I, I would love... I would love to see them bring this home because I think you really start to then build some momentum. Like to me, you know, your question about when do you get on board? When is it fun? And I'm saying like, let's enjoy these wins. Then I think, you know, that, that would mean a five, dare I say, scoot a five game winning streak. Uh, then I think you're, I mean, you have to say, look, we're having fun. You know, then you're having fun Guido. I mean, I, I think so. I think you do. And I mean, it's, it's not bad. It's not. It's not terrible right now. I mean, it's not <laughs> the best football. It's that's isn't that bad? It's that weird that's how accolades, we look at it, isn't it? It's not terrible. It's not. It's not terrible. 
it's not great football to watch, but it's not terrible. Thank God we're not playing Texas uh, or we're not playing like major teams. We saw what, you know, I don't know. Um, guys, let's let's move on and talk about something else that's not football related for a minute. Okay. Uh, so, some other big West Virginia news that came out over the weekend, which is big recruit, a guy we thought was going to be a big part of the WVU basketball team, or maybe at one point we thought he was going to be, be a big part of the WVU basketball team. Jose Perez is no longer with the university due to academic reasons. Scoot. This is this is weird, Scoot. Apparently a failure to go to study hall. Well, and I'm guessing that from what I've read, that this was something that he must have signed off on or was aware of, but just decided to not do anyway. Like I, he claims that there was some sort of uh, they were forcing him to go to a study hall for undergrad classes, even though he was in a master's program or something. I don't even understand how that's possible. But um, I'm going to guess there's probably more to it than what we're actually hearing. Um, and perhaps it's as simple as maybe he wasn't even going to class. So I don't know. Do you, uh, and I guess that's where my question was going to stand, like because I was I agree with you, like and again the university really hasn't said anything official yet. There's nothing like uh, there's no news articles or everything we've heard or seen has been all through the Twitter sphere, you know the WVU media outlets that follow the university. I was wondering if maybe this was starting to become he wasn't a good fit for the new look if you will wvu basketball team if it was a more of a cultural fit issue and this was the out compared to the real i don't know i i think we would have taken him regardless but i do think he didn't help himself by going back out into the portal even after I think he was one of the guys helping to try to bring people in. I think, I don't know if it rubbed maybe guys on the team the wrong way, but I, I know that he was, I think he spent most of his summer maybe in New York or something playing. And I think he was one of the last ones to come back. So I don't know. Like I, I, I think there was probably some, some of that there. Um, now he's all depressed or something and, acted like I think he said that we threw him out in the streets like a dead animal uh, which is very strange right. uh, analogy because I don't know the last time I threw a dead animal out in the streets um, no but no I don't do no. that never do you guys do that I no, can't I mean, say that I I, I I can't recall the last time I did that but I this someone tweeted Guido that uh, they thought Jose Perez now goes down as like the uh, Tavita Finau of basketball like was here we think never actually suited up and then left and it's a it's a odd it's an odd thing i think i mean he was here we saw him tavita finale i didn't even know if that was a real person that was almost like uh, lene kakua <laughs> like, like like you just don't ever see him they're like Loch Ness monster or bigfoot well i think the thing that surprises me here scoot is you still have some people like battle and I don't think anymore, but at one time in the not too distant past, I guess in the coaching turn change, um, you know, so like battle. And then I think her Chrissa, I mean, I think he's solidly in the fold now, but like you have still, I don't know, some, 
some things not settled with like waivers and stuff. So you would think that, I don't know, a guy like Perez would be like, if it was academics or something, he would be dotting I's and crossing T's to make sure he was the next available guy, you know, in case something falls through and then you needed someone to fill, to fill in the gap. That, that was kind of my first thought. Like you still have some questions that haven't been answered yet on the waiver front. Um, You may need more roster spots. Right. And I, I don't, I don't know what the plan is. I'm worried about battle not being eligible. Just because of the way the NCAA has been so weird with that in the recent past, like a lot of people have gotten denied. Right. And then if we if we have no battle, then it gets interesting, I think. I was going to say, do, so do, does losing Jose Perez, does that change your your overall feel about this team? I feel like for me, I feel like I need to see something. I need to understand something. I want to actually see a few of these like November games first before I even like make an give an opinion on this team because I don't know what to expect. I mean, you're talking about a completely, I mean, not a completely, but pretty much completely new, you know, coaching staff. I mean, Josh Eilert now head coach, obviously. Then you know you've got Alex Ruoff, Deshaun Butler, and Jordan McCabe, three former players that are assistant coaches now. You have uh, Demar Johnson who came on as an assistant coach last year but stays with the team. And then, you know, guys like Ron Everhart, not that he's being pushed out, but he's now, whatever, in charge of community relations, whatever that is. You know, you've got, um, you know, you've got big changes in the program. And so I don't even know what to, I, I guess I'm at a point where I don't know what to expect. I don't know what to think about this team. I don't know how important Jose Perez was, Scooty, to, what was trying to be created by Josh Island. Yeah, I don't I don't think it changes my thoughts, Scoot, on the team, but it does make me worry about depth. Cause now it feels like if this waiver does get denied for battle, then you know, do you keep trying to shop the portal last minute or something? Like I'm not really sure what you do. I think we're okay. I think with um to be honest with you, I think what would end up happening more so than anything is they probably put that um Ali seven footer guy on scholarship right now. He's just a walk on. Right. Yeah. So my guess is he probably gets a scholarship out of this. Um, I think we've done enough though, as far as depth goes, you know, maybe this is Seth Wilson's ticket to seeing more time or, or um, we have Jeremiah Bembry. We have Quinn Slazinski. I think his name is from the transfer from uh, St. John's. Uh, we've got the the guy from Israel, so I mean we've got players. It's it's that's not a worry. My worry, if I had one, would be who's going to be our guy to go get a shot. Who's going to be that guy? And I don't know that. I think that Jose Perez could have been that guy. Um, I don't know that Kirk Chris is that type of player. Uh, maybe it's – I think it would be battle if battle's eligible. If it's not battle, though, then it gets a little dicey. A little muddy right there. I mean, you don't think it's uh you don't think – when it's it's a Josiah Harris? You don't think it's a Kobe Johnson? No. You know Kobe – listen, I like Kobe Johnson. I've had high hopes for Kobe Johnson. Uh, maybe he was injured. I think he's alluded to that a little bit. Uh, I think he – I think you took more shots in your driveway <laughs> than he took true. all season long. I mean, I don't know. I it's it, I, I guess it's very hard to see what this team's going to be. I think the portal I think the portal for one has made basketball really hard to like 
you don't develop anybody anymore. You'll have a little bit of an idea. I mean, not a real idea, but you'll at least get to see them this coming Friday. That's true. We've got the uh, midnight. What are they? They're not calling it midnight this madness. Is Mountaineer they're, madness. What Mountaineer Madness, yeah, that they're that they're having this Friday at the Coliseum Slam Dunk Contest, three point contest, kids get autographs. Looks like it's going to be a good time, and you get to see what Josh Eilert's trying to create with the team. So check that out if you get a chance. WVU is off this weekend for football, so no game this weekend. We play next Thursday night. That's October twelfth uh, on Fox Sports One. Uh, and that game is against Houston in Houston, uh, so it's the Battle of Dana. I, I don't know what what else is there. Good, is there a better name we could come up with? I don't battle? know what to think about. Battle. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's battle why haven't Dana? we thought the about Dana this battle. before this game? Yes, um, the visors. It's a visor off. Oh, it battle is a visor of off, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, Guido's going to continue to try to get me into that, a visor. We're gonna. We're, we're, I'm buying visors. I'm sending them to everybody. I'm buying visors. Listen. We're doing it if we get to a bowl game. Um, you have to wear it, Scoot. No, no choice. These visors—it's no so dumb. I'm wearing mine upside down and off to the side, kind of like a vanilla ice. Or Scoot something. wants you to get him vanilla the version the- that comes with the fake spiky hair? gray hair yes. or whatever. And I thought Scoot, Scoot would want one of the uh, one of the, like the poker ones where it's got like the, oh, green, the green, like, like the old time. Oh, yeah, yes. like the bank teller type. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yes, yes. Like exactly Dana so. is almost at the point in his hair life. Where he needs that kind of fake hair on top. He does. He could like. What's use the that. point in the visor for him? <laughs> I guess I don't know. the videos. The video of Dana throwing his temper tantrum yeah. this weekend. Uh, if it's you haven't seen one. it yet, we've. It's a good one. We've reposted it on our uh, on our Twitter on our X. So check that out. I got your ears. Uh, it's pretty good. Dana's hair is still on point, man. That is. That's some wacky hair, man. He's he's got a look. What was that but, movie uh, with uh, Matthew McConaughey where like the was it the Dallas? Uh, no, that wasn't it. There was a movie with Matthew McConaughey where he has Dana Holgerson like hair. Oh, I was thinking about uh, Bill Murray. He does like bigger and McCracken. <laughs> that is kind of like yeah, McCracken. Yeah, I mean that's more what bigger it is. and McCracken bigger. hair. Yeah. So, but anyways, WVU plays Houston October 12th on Fox Sports 1. That's a 7 p.m. game on a Thursday night, folks. Uh, we'll be back that weekend. So we're taking a – you get you get a reprieve from us for two weeks. Uh, we'll be back the weekend after that game with another episode. So uh, don't forget to check out that. Let's look for us. Find us online. You can find us on Facebook. Just search Got Your Ears. You can find us on Twitter. Just go to at Got Your Ears. And uh, Johnson, we also have a website that's actually kind of cool. Yeah, we do. Uh, you can check out the latest episode right there on the website. You can click the tune-in link to listen. Uh, you can also click through to the merch store if you would like to buy. Do we have visors in our merch store, Guido? I'll have to. We do. We absolutely this have is building, visors. Scoot, this is building momentum. But you can check it all out uh, right there on the site. Yeah, check it out. Got your ears on. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. We'll be back with another show in two weeks. And uh, tell your friends to listen, like, subscribe, find us online, and uh, download our episodes. We appreciate all the support. And you've been listening to Got Your Ears On.